Hey everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Respawn Podcast. I'm Chicken. I'm Griff. I'm Bucket. So guys, Oak's out of town again, um, so you know we won't be hearing from him this week, which I know make him sad because we're all playing Power World, and I know he wants to talk about it, but I guess he's stuck talking to his family about it this week. <laughs> we'll talk to each other about it. Oh no. <sighs> <laughs> I knew I was going to like Pal World. I did not expect me to fall this far down the Pal World rabbit hole, which we will come back to right after these news <laughs> articles. Yes, we'll talk news first, and then we'll talk uh, Pal World and um, the what, end of our else. Warcraft stuff. And... Ugh, come on, did you really think I, we were going to talk about that? Okay, I, I think that's why I'm attached so hard to Pal World right now. It's like you breaking up coping? with that 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 like that. That significant other for five years they were there every week for you and then it, it's a mutual breakup where it's just time to move on and it's like pal world i'm done with this pal world's mine now <laughs> pal world's your rebound girlfriend yes my rebound game there you go well let's talk about new stuff so that when we inevitably get carried away talking about wow and pal world um we won't have to worry about what still needs to be covered yeah. so <laughs> where do you want to jump in do you have a preference uh, the rest of that stuff kind of goes together. I'm just going to jump in with the, the, the simple one that kind of is not super gaming related, but I wanted to talk about okay. it because me and Griff have been discussing because we watch the Sonic movie a lot because we Nuggie have a toddler and he loves, loves it. it. And I love it too. Like the, the first one and the second one are good fun. Yeah. I mean, the first one's good. And then the second one is just, just good too. Like, a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and <laughs> the end joke in uh, the first one just kills me every single time, especially with Jim Carrey's delivery on it, the rock connaissance. Yeah, uh, and now Nugget <laughs> says it too. He doesn't yes, know like, why it's funny though, but he says it. Uh, rock it, connaissance, it just, ha 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 ha. It's like you don't even know what that pun is. Whatever. It, it's it's perfect delivery from from Jim Carrey too. Just just he's like oh whatever. It's good fun. Um, but me and Griff were debating because he doesn't ever do sequels, let alone threequels. And uh, it's uh, trilogy. Yeah, he he is signed on to do uh, the third movie for Sonic, so mm -hmm. he is either impressed with the the script or he is just that much into the Robotnik character. Which I mean, I I have to give it to him; he is that good at it. Yeah, I mean, I could see He's, that. I, yeah, I don't know, if I was him, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it, because that's just a fun role to play, but I also think he's, I don't think that he's a full-on method actor where he commits his whole life to the character while he's playing it, but I do think that sometimes characters overtake him a little bit, and maybe that's why he doesn't usually, you know, do multiples, because he doesn't want to continue to live as so-and-so, but I don't know. <laughs> I think I think part of it is that it kind of lets him fall back into that 90s comedy style where he's that overly evil, diabolical character that's goofy and funny, but also you definitely get that sense of evil from him too. So he, he's he gets to kind of live into this this uh what's the word I'm looking for? Over amplified persona because he's like the funny bad guy, but he's he's actually a really bad guy. And, yeah. and that's kind of like his shtick is that he can do these overly characters. It reminds me a lot of uh, him in the mask, especially yeah. as the mask yeah, when he's being that. extra goofy and wild. Yeah, Over like I get that. Yeah, or the mask, the cable guy, and the the Riddler. Yeah, like I think 
his take on Robotnik is is fantastic. So I'm I'm excited for him to come back as the third one. So uh, that is Especially nice to have. Especially knowing confirmed. that we don't really have a choice in whether or not we'll be seeing that movie because our child will make us see that movie. Oh, I'm sure. I'm so. sure he'll be much older by the time they finish filming it. He'll still be of the age that he wants to see it. So mm-hmm. I think you know at least trust at least me. That's if I'm of the age that I want to see it, he's still going to. Hey, it comes out at the, the end of the year, so. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah, but trust me, being three right now to four, a three and a half to four and a half is going to be a huge time gap. The way kids grow is just mind blowing. But yeah, that, I just wanted to mention that in passing. And the next couple have a lot to do with Sony and Microsoft. Okay. Oh, wait, is this fight? Fight, fight, fight. No, 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 it's no. not a fight. Um, kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah, right. Microsoft Sony? Uh, no? Okay. We'll, we'll we'll do the Microsoft part first. Um, they've laid off a ton of people. 1,900 people across Xbox and Activision. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people. I think some of it is maybe things that they were going to... They had already planned to skim out of Blizzard to start with when they acquired it. Or Activision Blizzard. Microsoft was already planning to cut certain things that they didn't want. I think some of that is the eSports stuff for, uh, I think, Overwatch 2, which just had an update rollout where they... <sighs> I haven't followed it as well because I'm not playing it anymore. I got really miffed about it, so I'm not following it super well. But it's something like all of the heroes can now do passive healing, um, which is weird. Really? But but I, I think that some of the people they let go from specifically from Blizzard were the uh, Overwatch 2 um, eSports people. So I guess they're not planning on that being a huge crux for them at this point. Either that or they're going to... Microsoft's planning on installing their own people. Um, which maybe that's the case. I don't know. They've just said, we're firing these folks. They haven't said, we're filling in with these folks. Well, you're the one that brought it up. But during these giant mergers like this, especially when they're this big, a lot of redundant jobs happen. And in order to kind of clean up the companies as they are, they've got a lot. They got to trim off that extra because Microsoft has plenty of these people and Xbox has plenty of these people. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't need to keep twice as many on staff. You've got to got to cut some of these off because you don't need a thousand developers or a thousand of these. It's like we've got this support system. We don't need that support system inside that company anymore. So well, we and it's not just kind of, it's not just the Activision Blizzard people. Like I think Zenimax had some people that they, they got rid of too. Um, mm-hmm. and things like that. So it was across all of Microsoft's now universe. Um, but I, I do think a large chunk of them were from blue Activision Blizzard. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it happens. Which is sad. It's definitely sad to see that many people. But if they didn't know, there's this huge game that just released that could probably use some extra help. I mean... Uh, I do hope that that all of them go, you know, find somewhere to go relatively quickly. Because, I mean, that's that's a lot of talent to just be cut loose and out in the world now. Oh, yeah. A lot of talent. But but you are right. It does does happen a lot with mergers. It's just extra people and things like that. Yeah, you don't you don't need two managers for one little section. It's an unfortunate kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and Blizzard's new. They replaced the president of Blizzard too. Yeah. Uh, her With name is. Fairies, isn't that her last name? 
Is yeah, it something, something close to that? No, it's something fairies. If I could find it. She uh she worked for Call of Duty, the Call of Duty side of things for a while, so you know, if Blizzard was hoping to get away from Activision, guess what? Oops. Well, Although I guess it's Chicken had mentioned maybe it will work out for them because with uh, Retail WoW, that's kind of they're doing like the seasons and the battle pass thing, and that's what they're doing in, in Overwatch now and things like that. So, I mean, maybe that's just gonna like work it, out best for how they have the model how, in their how heads retail now. has like developed into this seasonal based, like them announcing the next three expansions. I'm gonna be 100% honest, they feel like year long events. Like, they're going to do the first expansion here, the next expansion the year after that, and then the last expansion the year after that. And they're kind of building this seasonal style where it's like almost like Diablo, where it's a live service game. The MMOs don't exist like they used to, which kudos to Blizzard for having their classic version, mm -hmm. which is a kind of seasonal based thing like they're doing with season oh, of discovery. discovery yeah yeah where it's like you got this phase and then this phase and then this phase and they kind of just playing it by ear and letting it go and then you've got things like diablo 4 or overwatch where it's all right you've got three months you do this you got your battle pass next everything changes do it again and everything changes do it again grind out this same treadmill style gear you're in the next phase grind out another 15 gear points your next phase blah 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 it's this boring to me this boring cycle where they've got and i think that's where they want to go with retail because it's you know as long as they keep playing for the whole else. year yeah yeah so it, it seems like that's kind of where they want to go with that. And they're letting Classic WoW just stay off by itself and cater to this niche community. Still making money. Like, they are definitely making more money than they're investing. So they're they're happy with where it's at. So. Yeah. I mean, they've got Cataclysm um, coming up soon. And I say they because, you know, it's not us now. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. I'm sorry. It yeah, keeps yeah. coming back. But, uh... Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you're you're right. They've got a small community that they're, they're creating catering to, but the larger, I don't know. I kind of I wonder if I can find numbers. You probably can of their player base retail versus classic. Because I wonder when we say niche, like how small are we talking of their entire player base? Is it you know coming up to equivalent in size to the retail player numbers? Are retail player numbers way bigger? I mean, I imagine it's dropping off now because a lot, a lot, a lot of people that were doing Classic really wanted to get to Lich King. And that happened, and, and now those subs might be dropping off again because that was WoW's heyday. I imagine it was again. <laughs> um, I just kind of wonder if it's really that niche or if it's something that's equivalent or close at this point. I think more people, like, I don't know how much this is going to be, but I, I think the streaming part of it, more people stream classic than they do um, retail. retail, partially because back when classic was a thing, streaming was not. So people didn't have the option to watch that kind of content back then, but you do now. So it's this weird, it's so old, it's new kind <laughs> of thing that people couldn't. It's retro. You weren't allowed to stream it, even if on private servers, because one, it was illegal to play private servers. So this is all new streaming content because people couldn't play it before. So mm -hmm. it's fresh now. Okay. Um, but I think, 
I think retail has the bigger population. If I had to guess, just just guessing, I think retail has the bigger population, but I don't think it's by the amount people think it does. It is much closer. Probably like yeah. a 60 40, 65 35 split, where it's like, it's pretty close. Like the classic population is pretty big these yeah, days. I, I would agree with that. I'd say it's it's closer than it used to be. So. Yeah, and and part of the reason why Season of Discovery is so popular is that it, what it likes to do is respect your time, no grind. You play for a couple of weeks when the phase comes out, and then they literally say, "Put it down, go find something else to play, come back during the next phase, play it, go go away." Like, yeah, you're not forced to come back every day to do your dailies, every week to do your weekly. Like you're not kind of stuck in that loop of doing it. It's old school yeah. playing. Go play something else. Come back and play this. Simple. So, it's nice to to see that kind of style again, where you don't feel like you're missing out. FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but is there? I was trying to see if yeah, there was anything it, else important that I needed to mention for that, but no, that one was that's about. I think it. that one's pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sad for all the people who lost their job. It sucks. I hope they all land on their feet. Best of luck to everybody affected is, yeah. is the best way I could put that. Um, in other Microsoft news, also, I'm doing a lot of talking this episode, apparently. Hey, I'm I'm participating, and Baka yeah, is recovering from a cold. He barely has a voice now, so I'll, I'll give mm-hmm. him a pass this week. This week. Next week, you got to talk all the time. Next we don't have anything next week. Be uh, week after next, but um yeah. maybe we'll just delay your, your punishment of having to carry the show until the week after. Uh, <clears throat> but in other Microsoft news, mm-hmm. it seems like they're having trouble securing their uh contracts with AMD for their next console. Yeah. Sony's already got them done. So the next generation of Xbox might be a little behind Sony's release, which to me, it's like a good and a bad thing. One, I don't think Microsoft sees Sony as competition anymore. They just don't care. They're just catering to their audience, kind of like Nintendo's ideology, where it's like, if you want a Switch or if you want a Nintendo console, you're going to buy one. If you want to play Microsoft games, you're just going to get Game Pass. If you really want a console, you'll buy our console. Yeah, I mean, but, I I really think that Sony is the only one that's still fully committed to the idea and concept of a console war. I think you're right. I think Microsoft has disconnected a bit from that and they're now living more close to the Nintendo philosophy. It's just which uh, is good. Less less stressful. Oh yes, probably. Yeah, I, and I mean, Microsoft really doesn't have to worry about it as much as they used to. Um, because they are everywhere. Game Pass, like, we have our Game Pass, all three of us have Game Pass up right now, but none of us are playing it on console. We have our Game Pass for PC up. Microsoft's still making money off of us. They, it's like, they don't really mm-hmm. care where we're at, as long as they're getting, you know, our dollar, which they are. So, I think, oh. I think Sony is going to see this as a huge win, and Microsoft's going to be like, meh. And it'll be, like, the fans that are fighting it out, the people that are still, like, the fans themselves that are committed to the console wars. I think the company, as far as Microsoft has got, uh, is, has disengaged from that. I mean, at this point as well, with, with people who stream and, and stuff like that, most of them do a lot of their games streaming on a PC. 
Unless it is a, a Switch or, or Sony exclusive, they're, they're doing it on a PC. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're right. I mean, that's that's absolutely accurate. So that, that also plays into it. And I think Microsoft is enjoying that because they know that PC Game Pass is, is boosting them in that respect, too. So. Oh, yeah. For sure. I don't I, mean, I don't know if this is really gonna hurt them all that much. Like it's it's gonna suck for them to be like, ah, we could have been out in the market at the same time. But I, I think chicken's right too. I think you've got people that are gonna if you wanna play their games on console, you're gonna buy it regardless of if it comes out a year after the you know, the new PlayStation does. Yeah, but if you don't want a console, you don't need one. You still got your PC, you still have access. Yeah, I think the only like, thing that would hurt them in that respect then is if they also delay what would be launch titles for the the new Xbox console, they have to delay those so they can't get them onto Game Pass as expediently as they would like to. I mean, it'd be one of those things where it'd be like, oh yeah, it's a month thing where, you know, if you buy the game, you or when they release it with the console, it just stays with the console for a month and then it comes to PC Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Or it's an exclusive thing. But to me, I don't think Microsoft cares that much. I think that the console for them is kind of a side thought and getting the games into the hands of people is what they want. Yeah. Like they want to sell you games, I, if not I will play, directly through Game Pass. I will play devil's advocate and, and go ahead and put out what I know would be Oak's side of this because he's not here to do it himself, but I hear it all the time from him when I have this conversation because I'm, I'm super hardcore. Like I used to be ride or die console and then I got my <laughs> PC and now I'm, you know, PC master race for the rest of my life. But I know as far as the way that he looks at it is... The counter to that argument is there are a lot of people that don't want the hassle of trying to deal with figuring out PC specs and things like that. A console does all of that for you. It's in the box already. You know, you know, roughly what you're getting when you get it. You don't have to do a lot of the legwork of, you know, what graphics card do I want? What monitors do I need? Things like that. It's like plug and play. And it's also price comparable. I won't say that it's a lot cheaper because I don't think it is at this point. I think PC parts have gotten pretty comparable to what you're paying when you buy a console but it's it's price comparable to buying a pc and some people just aren't going to do that they're not going to commit to buying the pc that that can do the high-end stuff they're just going to buy the out-of-the-box console so in that respect yeah i can see it it hurting them a little bit but i also think at this point if you're a microsoft fan you're going to wait for the xbox to come out if you're a sony fan you're going to buy the playstation the second it comes out if you like both you're probably going to get both and maybe this works out for you because now you can stagger those purchases instead of them being on top of each other and you having to agonize over which one you want to get first now it will be well playstation's coming out this year microsoft's coming out next year i'll get you know get them like that uh, a counter to that that whole buy it out of the box plug it in play style that's how PCs are getting now. Yeah, like we're you at can that point that. where you can go to that and be like, I want a mid, I want a low, mid, or high grade computer. You go click, and then they just mail you a box and you plug it into your monitor and you're done. You you plug it in and hook it up just like you do a console these days. Yeah. So it's just as easy to, to do a PC. And I mean, PCs are much more versatile than Xboxes. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I am PC Master Yes. Yeah. I love. Well, I'm just saying, like, I feel like Microsoft is almost pushing themselves out of the console market to where it's like (laughs) you could be you can buy a PC, have access to all the PC capabilities, 
like Steam and Game Pass and Epic, which has PlayStation games and Ubisoft and Origin and everything else and anything that you want to play. You're not limited yeah. to console, but PlayStation has some seriously high quality exclusives. You're like, okay, if I'm going to buy a console and I've already got a PC, I'm only going to buy a PlayStation because I've got a PC that already lets me have all the Xbox stuff. Or I want Nintendo, I have to buy Nintendo stuff. So Nintendo and Sony have kind of cornered the console market, and Nintendo or Microsoft's like, eh, fuck it. If you want to play it on PC, that's fine. We're going to put it on PC, whatever. Exactly. And if you guys are hardcore console fans, you're still going to have access to it, and you can have it, but, I mean, it it is whatever. I mean, we still got plenty of people buying Game Pass. Yeah. So I think it's almost a little ironic that they're pushing themselves out of their own market, kind of like they don't they're not super hard for it these days because they've they've cut out enough of a pc market to kind of make it make up for it i would love to see a dollar breakdown of like how much they make on like console for specifically console game pass because i know they also have a tier that is like gold where it gives you the pc and the console uh game passes i i would like to see numbers break down which one they make more off of or just in general, like, how much... Because, I mean, that that amount's got to be massive. At this point, everything that comes out for Xbox comes out... Almost almost all of it comes out day one on Game Pass. And I think almost all of it comes out day one Game Pass for PC, too. So, like, if there's a, mm-hmm. a big launch, it's, it's going to have, you know, both options. I just oh, yeah. would like to know... I, I would guess... Not knowing, like, not seeing numbers, I would guess PC Game Pass, because of what Baka said earlier, you're more likely streaming and streaming so big these days, or content creation in general, you're more likely to be playing it on PC. I would guess that that's going to be the bigger part of the market share. Yeah, if I, I would if love I had to, to guess know. I'm going to have to, like, try to write myself a mental note, because if I write it down, I'll just lose it right now, but to try to remember to see if I can find those numbers later. For anybody that had any illusions that we do any sort of research beforehand, surprise. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> I get articles together beforehand, and that's about it. Uh, well, I mean, occasionally we do research. Some stuff we just passively know, and then you're like, you say this fact, and you're like, how did I, how did I know that? Mm. I've absorbed it somewhere, but I have no idea where. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see. I also like businessy stuff, too. So I'd like to know numbers wise what that's looking like and if that played into them not feeling as pressured to get, you know, be like, oh, we've got to give AMD whatever they want because we need that contract so that we can be right out when PlayStation does. I wonder if they're like, eh, we'll get to it because they know PC Game Pass is floating them. Well, Game Pass in general is floating them enough that they really aren't that worried. They're not pressed about it. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely how it feels. <laughs> okay, what else? Well, I mean, uh, to the opposite side of that for Sony, and because we were talking about how good their exclusives are, and like that is how they have positioned themselves in the console market, mm-hmm. is that they kind of dabble. It's almost like the overflow goes to PC, but the most of their water runs into um, the, console the, PS, the, the console itself. Like, that's that is where their main support is where for microsoft it's kind of like they just splash it everywhere they're making money regardless of where it goes 
but Sony specifically focuses on their console and the things that they get. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, they just um, showed off at State of the Play several titles. I don't know if they're all uh, Sony exclusives, but there are a couple. Uh, I didn't. I I watched the Death Stranding trailer, but I didn't happen to pay attention to the end to see if it said Steam. I know with the first first Death Stranding. Um, they didn't do, you mentioned earlier that Epic parody, a lot of times, a lot of PlayStation exclusives go to Epic and uh, have a... PlayStation 5. Okay. Wow. Damn it. Uh, which is fine. It'll, I'm sure... That's fine. It'll go I'm to sure PC it will come eventually. To PC, um, and I, I'm not, I'm not pressed about it. Maybe by yeah. the time Death Stranding 2 comes to PC, uh, somebody can tell me exactly what's going on, because if you watch the trailer, even having played the first game, you're like, wait... I don't think I understand, um, but I am ready for the hour uh, finale cutscene again. So, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm all in. I'm just may not be all in at release, but they did show another yeah. trailer for that. Um, they also showed uh, Fragile has a scarf that's like gloves, but they they move like yeah, it's weird but yeah whatever. there there's like a level of weird and then you get past weird and you're in like the kojima territory and that's where where we're at obviously um but i i thought it was neat i mean i also i don't know how i feel about higgs uh being around the the troy baker character with his um guitar hero attacks that i assume you will be playing him like as him for that part because it looked like a cutscene in which you will be doing things, or well, a fight scene in which you will be controlling that character. I think that's weird. Um, considering if you haven't played the first game, I'm I'm not gonna ruin things for you. But considering who he is and and what happened, like, uh, odd choice. But guess I'll have to wait because literally nothing about those that game is not an odd choice. Like the first one, and definitely into the second one. Not a not a single thing is like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Everything about it's like, I'm sorry, what? Okay, but I love it all the same. Uh, they also showed off um a bunch of stuff. I'm just scrolling through because some of the stuff I didn't. I I know that they showed off Dave the Diver. I guess it's coming to PlayStation um in hey, April. Man. What? Wait, wait, Godzilla. Yes, with Godzilla. Again, I guess we're still in the weird territory because nothing about that makes sense to me, but sure. I'm, I'm sure it does somehow. I mean, uh, PUBG had friggin' King Kong and Godzilla at one point. That doesn't mean so. mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah. Yep. Uh, there were, um, I know... Uh, Ollie and Red were watching it as it happened and we were not able to watch it as it was unfolding, but I know that they were talking about the Silent Hill stuff. Um, the the free-to-play one, short mes- Silent Hill Short Message, the short message, um, I have heard some really all-over-the-place things about it. And I've I w- heard it's Sony's uh, tease PT, whatever that thing was way back in the day. They're... Um, trying again with but the, not as the... good i it's didn't say a... it was as good i said it was their attempt at something like the pt silent hill is, is traditionally a third person um this is first person the trailer itself i found slightly off-putting i didn't like the constant narration from our main character um the use of the cell phone reminds me of 
like way back in the day when we first started doing streaming stuff, I went over to Oak's house to play this game and you had a cell phone that would like that you held in front of you for your flashlight, but it also let you see the ghost, I think, or something like that. I cannot remember what the name, I wish she was here to tell me that. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it gave me strong flashbacks to that game. And I was like, wow, that game was over 10 years ago and this is where we're at. Okay. Um, but I'd really... I almost want to say Fatal Frame, but I... I no, it think. wasn't Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame's the one with the... You take the pictures. Yeah. Um, it was not that. It was an indie game. Um, and I, I ended up getting stuck. I think I got stuck on a door frame or something like that. And I had to stop playing because I, it broke it. Um, I really wish I could remember the name of that game. But if you, if you've played this, the short message, I don't have PS5. So, um, obviously I haven't. But if you've played it, I just want to know what you think. I, I like reading everybody's takes on it, but I also enjoy hearing people that I know what their thoughts are on it because I can, I think I can get a better read on whether or not I'd like it. Um, but they also showed off Silent Hill 2. They showed off like a, a combat trailer almost and some people were upset about it. Uh... I don't, uh, I don't disagree. I did hear, or I did see somewhere on Reddit that there was somebody from the company that was like, yes, that's an older build of the game to show off. Uh, if stuff. you're looking, if you're thinking of the same one that I'm talking about, then uh, it was the stockholder, somebody, the, like the company, the higher ups in the company said that they were, they got to see the actual trailer for the game and they were very well impressed with how good it looked and that it's not necessarily the one that they they showed off because apparently that one that they showed off was from like six or seven months ago that they gave code uh, konami and was like here you could show off this trailer and they held on to it then decided to show that old ash trailer now oh, good job, instead of konami. showing it good way job. back then so again rumors little talk here and there i, I think this is old I didn't have a problem with it. Like, I, I mean, I get what people, some of, some of the smaller, finer points where it's like, look at the blood splatter, it's pixelated, the, the sounds of the, the weapons don't sound quite, quite right or quite powerful enough to, to really make the impact. And I, I definitely like agree. placeholder stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with some of that, but I was, I was looking at the monsters and the way they moved and and things like that and and honestly like now that i think about it it definitely also looked like an older version like a a not quite what they've been showing in more recent stuff pictures of um james sunderland the main character so it, it probably is that they held on to it but the monsters and stuff i i mean i'm ready i am ready sign me up give me give me right now give me give me give me um i can't wait I, I think well, I think for the most part, Bloober Team, but when they gave that trailer to Konami, if that is an old trailer, because mm -hmm. um, Bloober Team making the previous games are unparalleled to their environmental designs. Like, and yeah, they're, they're really they're good at environment. Like, like, it's crazy good. Yeah. And, and gameplay-wise, they haven't had to do anything in, like, Layers of Fear or Layers of Fear 2 or things like that. It was just kind of a lot of environmental stuff, which Silent Hill has a lot of environmental stuff. And from the trailer, it looks good. The monsters mm. look good, things like that. Then they delayed the game, which I think was the right call because mm. they're like, okay, game, environment, all of that stuff, story is done. 
combat and gameplay is a little janky. We need more time to work on that because that's not our specialty. So we need to make sure that this is at least up to par when we release the game. So we need more time to work on this part of the game, which is what I think they've been working on so hard these last several months. I would not disagree with that. If that like if that's the older version and and that's where they asked for the maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were like, here's what we've got. We really think that this, this, and this could be, you know, we need an extension so we can fix this. And Konami's like, yeah, sure, go ahead, take your time. And then six months later, they're like, we need a trailer for this event. You want this? It's a little old, but it, it's still good. Here you go. Like, that, maybe that's what happened. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, is if Bloober Team took these months and actually polished up that, that weak part of the game, you're going to have a solid game here. Yeah. Period. Like you are going to have a solid game. Environment's good. Monsters look good. the The animations are a little stiff. Uh, the the sound Although effects the are a little are iffy. A little stiff. If I hear a single word from the the Silent Hill two community that are diehard fans that are like it's too stiff, I'm gonna just throw a bag of dicks at somebody because Ooh. holy shit, the amount of people that will die on the hill of being like, well, the performance in that game's original content was stiff because that's how it's supposed to be because the character is stiff because this, this, and this, and will expound for days on why, like justifying uh, missteps in performances, like vocal performances, and also why some of the actual animation is so stiff as a choice rather than limitations. Um, oh, yeah. Don't, don't if, do that. If y'all, like, if it is stiff and y'all want to die on that hill of it's bad because it's stiff, I'm just hypocrites. Hypocrites, all of you. I will say if it's stiff because they just didn't do well, then that's on them. But the, that is why they need to take time to fix those mm -hmm. and make them a little bit smoother. Now, if it is an actual choice, like you are making James Sunderland slightly robotic in some of his motions because he is detached and and i mean this whole thing is about his mental mental health and mental trauma um sure if it, that's actually the choice that was intentional it depends on how bad but, but okay my perfect example of something versus limitation versus uh design is okay if you have your weapon ready mm -hmm. and the the monster's coming towards you and you kind of like jostle back in, in, in like okay you want you want you want to convey your character is uh, scared or in the wrong mindset but you don't know how to do that right if you just do like the little stiff jostle back it's like that's not how you portray that you want them to like sluggishly drag their feet back as they're stepping backwards so you got to make sure that when you're doing the gameplay style that you can tell the character's mindset through their body movement well, i mean I... and I think that's some of the problem with some of the the community that's so tied to the old game is they're <sighs> making those connections and presenting them as fact and <sighs> not considering <sighs> any sort of limitations it's this is a masterpiece in every single respect there's no, literally nothing not. wrong with it and it's like nah there's I, I definitely think those some old issues are, are stiff like I'm, I'm just gonna use resident evil for the old one and the new one like a lot of the movements and whatnot were limitations like you you were you know stand and shoot and things like that mm -hmm. where the new ones the idle animations and the body postures and the movements of leon almost every part of it means something like he, he checks his gun or he's standing there or he'll hold his gun up or like all of his little movements kind of 
give you a sense of his his mindset while he's there, mm-hmm. while he's moving or shooting or anything like that. And you could do that in a game like uh, Silent Hill 2, too, where you got to make him a little more jittery, a little more scared, because he's in this monster with worlds. He's not a soldier. Mm-hmm. He's just a human fighting these things. So you can make him a little bit more stiff, a little bit more unsure through his movements. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what they want to build in that, where they make him a little more like human and not superhero or just janky. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, which I, I think you can you can fine line it too because Silent Hill is a little jank. I've played a couple of them. Yeah, they, they're jank definitely is part of it. Some things were like watching that trailer specifically, where I was like, "Oh, I know what that is. Oh, I know what that is. Look at look at how that looks." Because I know what it is, but it is still like you know. They, they showed, if you haven't played the original Silent Hill, since there's a remake coming out, I won't entirely spoil it for you. However, I did play it on the Infinite Respawn channel. Um, so if you're watching the YouTube vision, version of this, it is here. Uh, it was years ago, please forgive me. Um, but some of it is just like, you what now? Because you got to put this crate of drinks into a specific shoot for a reason. But it does. it's one of those things where it's like, logically, that's probably not what you as a person would come up with but it's how the game worked but it's also because that was the best way to do it back in the day like they i have guess to with animations and what you could have yeah they've got to redesign some of the puzzles but you also have to keep in some of those funny things like if there's not a ton of light bulbs. bulbs that doesn't make any fucking sense if it's not in the game i'm gonna be mad even though i think that it's the dumbest thing that ever existed in the game in the first place nobody if, keeps a ten of light bulbs if 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 bloober team is smart about how they design this they will put them in an obvious place like it'll be on a counter somewhere and it'll be like a little pyramid stack that says can of light bulbs but it won't be used for anything they'll get rid of that part of the puzzle it will be removed but the meme and the easter egg will be there to kind of make fun of it and the puzzle will be redesigned to be better i don't i don't know how much they're redesigning versus just like remaking and and bringing straight across you have to redesign you have to upgrade and i stand by that from the resident evil to resident evil 4 remake is that the redesign choices were good like you you they they tried to parallel a lot of the puzzles and things like that but they upgraded them well yeah you don't want the puzzles to feel too easy for people that have already played it too like if you've played the original version you don't want to just like stomp straight through it because you know all the answers already you know so having some of it tweaked a little yeah you want them to make sense in the world like a can of light bulbs like what what was the point of that you just had okay to be fair in the game it just told you to find a light bulb it just so happened that they were in a tin that you had to use a a kitchen implement to open because that's where they were at was in the kitchen so i mean then, then all you do is you put it behind a cupboard and you lock it and have to find a key somewhere else that makes more sense than in a can it's silent in a home. cupboard mm. is better than in a can but again you want a little bit more realistic view that's not so funny because light bulbs in a can just draw you out of the the suspense like you're laughing instead of being a little bit more it, trepidatious. it did make me laugh although it was a little frustrating too because i was looking everywhere for a freaking light bulb or a box that looked like it had light bulbs in it i did not know i was supposed to be looking for a can um, Again, yes, like you, you got to make it somewhat real. If you're looking for light bulbs, you're looking for a counter or a cupboard or something like that or a broom closet, not a can. I will, I will say though, I I think 
as you mentioned earlier, I think Bloober Team has always been really good at ambience, and I'm kind of glad that that trailer didn't didn't show us a lot of the different areas. It was focused on like here here are what the enemies updated look like, which they look fantastic. Um, especially yes, the little dudes good. outside that crawl around on the ground when you knock them down. Um, I, I don't know what their animation is going to look like on the ground in the original because of limitations at the time. It, it's kind of funny after you're done being scared of it. Um, but they looked great. The The legs lady looks great. Um, I, don't, I don't know what they're actually... I never know what any of the bad guys in games like that are called. I just call them what I want to. So legs looks great. Um, and then they gave us a teeny, teeny, teeny little sprinkle of a pyramid head teaser at the very end, but they did not show him. They did yes, not. which they don't. Don't do it. Uh, and I'll, I'm gonna be a hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it right now, and I'm going to call out the Silent Hill community. Is I think this game is going to take a rough uh, release because of the Silent Hill community just being so goddamn picky. Yep. I think regular I, gamers yep. are going to be like, "Hey, this is a good game. I enjoyed this. This is fun." And then the Silent Hill community is going to be like, "This is garbage. I'm nitpicking. I hate you. Everything sucks." And we're going to give it negative to reviews. Be like that it's about like, it, but I agree with you. Like, if you go to the Silent Hill subreddit. And Silent Hill 2 is the biggest game in the franchise. Like, it is by far the biggest and most important, most played, most looked at piece of the entire Silent Hill franchise. Um, for good reason. It is It is pretty freaking amazing. Um, but people, you're right, some of the fandom are going to have those rose-tinted glasses on and literally nothing will be good enough. Like, you could give them a one-to-one -one with upgraded graphics and they'd still be like, this is garbage. Yeah, they'd still complain about something. Yeah. Like I feel like, and, and usually, game, great games like that die, live or die by their community. And like this that is really community gonna be is polarizing. going to go and kill them for it. Actually, like, I think what's going to save this one um, is if they if they release it around the right time. So you release it in the fall. So you're getting ready for Spooky Month, and that's when all of the streamers and content creators are doing all their spooky stuff, and everybody's going to want to be the yes. first one to put it on their channel. That is what you do, and that is what saves it, because that will get it out to a lot of people that have not heard the the, the Silent Hill 2 community yet, um, or maybe are not part of that, but like horror games, or have avoided horror games like Silent Hill because of that community, because that community can be a bit atrocious. Um, yeah, I think dropping it into bigger waters is going to be what actually saves it. But you have to game. launch it at the right time. You have mm -hmm. to get it out, you know in the later part of the year it it should not be like okay this game we delayed it it'll be next year it's coming out in may of next year that's a little early um a little far away from spooky month which i get the thought process behind something like that is well there's not a lot of other spooky games coming out at that time so it feels that need but there's a reason that a lot of the spooky games release around spooky month um <laughs> Because people who yeah, I do be like a September. I yeah. do a September release, like right at the end of September, right there. Kind of like get everybody out there, and you know, it's a good game. People are enjoying it. Silent Hill community is just ragging on it because they're angry. Mm -hmm. But then the streamers kind of pick it up. Oh, I'm gonna play this for Spooky Month. Then that feeds into the more of the audience, and then it kind of hits that more common gamer attitude. And everyone's like, "Yeah, this is a good game. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's I recommend it." Blah 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 blah. Then it can actually survive. Because if you just put it into the hands of the Silent Hill community, I'm sorry, I don't trust you guys. <laughs> I think you're gonna be the the problem. Don't let me in with them. I'm I'm pumped for this. I'm ready. I'm not. Like uh, you should just be happy as long as it's a solid game. Be mm -hmm. happy that you got a solid Silent Hill game if it's good. I just don't my get so goddamn nitpicky. My trepidation comes in everything that they've been releasing lately. Um, short message. I think 
not great. I don't, I don't care for the way that it looks. That's why I want to talk to somebody that's actually played it. Um, the god-awful TV show interactive bullshit that they launched that was, what, Ascension? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That else. was absolute garbage. And it, it makes me worried that they're just, like, throwing trash out with the Silent Hill name on it to, to make money off of it. Because Konami loves making money and doesn't really care about much else. Um, at this point, they, they used to be a good company. They really aren't. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping would, that with Bluebird would... being the ones in charge of it, that it's still going to be good and not trash tier like this other stuff that they keep putting out, but we'll see. I, I think, hopes, uh, though. them getting uh, allowed to delay this game is a good sign. Yeah. Well, I think a good sign would have also been canceling Ascension after like the second episode because it was Oh, like, they don't give a fuck about yeah, that. It's terrible. Uh, I know I'm talking, we're talking a lot about Silent Hill. It's, it's a huge game for me. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, I, I heard the staticky radio and they're using as a, like, if it is not the same sound effect from the first, like the original, it is something very, very similar. But the second I heard it is one immediate chills because something bad is coming for me. And two, oh, this feels kind of like home. Um, so I'm sorry for going on and on about Silent Hill. Uh, there were other stuffs. Um, and I realized as I was looking at this this article check-in, I forgot to watch the trailer for Judas. I opened it up, but we were playing uh, Power World, and I forgot it was in the side thing and did not actually watch it, and I forgot all about it until right this second. Uh, how long is the trailer? I don't know, but... Uh, well, I'm in 51. You can watch that, and I'm going to talk about Rise of I, the Road. I can't because I can't listen to it because the audio track records everything from, from my pc just so. mute it then just watch i'm not i'm not gonna do that uh okay i'm ahead. watching it right now um lucky you yeah well i mean i don't have to listen to it but it, it is uh, the next show from ken levine which is bioshock so yeah, well, but he's see. also a crazy person so who knows yeah well apparently all of these crazy game developers are crazy and we've watched the trailer for judas before too they showed it in a different they showed a different trailer last year or something yeah they did this is a new trailer yeah um but they showed rise of the ronan ronan which you know samurai style games are my shiz mm -hmm. um it looks a little bit like assassin's creed style mixed with ghost of tsushima and a sprinkle of sekiro <laughs> That's like, interesting ingredients there yeah, because there's a lot of vertical movements. They've got the little paraglider thing, and mm -hmm. you can grappling hook jump from buildings and paraglide, so it's got a lot of vertical right. movement instead of it just being horizontal, because Ghost of Tsushima was very uh, uh, horizontal with some rooftop capabilities and whatnot, but not really like jumping and gliding around and things like that. Same thing with Sekiro, ver some verticality, but nothing like flying around and things like that, fast travel. Um, <laughs> but the combat looks good. That is what you want in, in a samurai style game. Um, it looks like I could compare it a little to Ghost of Tsushima mm -hmm. in combat wise. It looks pretty good. It looks like it's going to have heavy RPG elements too. Okay. I'm always against guns in a samurai style game. There's muskets and things like that. Not my forte and things like that. I always prefer sword play over gunplay. Uh, yeah. Just because I find it more entertaining, more skill-based. Um, which is why I like For Honor, but I never stuck with For Honor for very long. But uh, I, it's a PS5 exclusive, which means pr 
probably won't get to play it for a little while, if ever. Because I, I don't have a PS5. If it comes to PC, which I don't even think Ghost of Tsushima is on PC yet. Is it not? I thought it was. No. Uh, you might be right. I don't know. I mean, eventually we'll probably pick up a PS5, but it'll probably be once they pi price drop them. Um, just because it's, again, like we talked about earlier, we're both PC players. We don't really need the console. Um, so buying it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we'll do that when it's when it's on sale or something. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Um, I mean, there are but... games that I want to play on that, and if if they're not going to release Silent Hill in a relatively timely fashion to PC, um, I will consider what, Silent it. Hill Two. Yeah, it's already on Steam. It's on the Steam wish list, yeah. But I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not going to get a year oh, it's exclusivity. Oh, no, it's not getting a year exclusivity. They wouldn't even put it on the Steam thing without it, without it being able to be released. Uh, I don't think that's true. I think they put the Saints Row reboot on there when it got announced, too. And you could and then they it. took it off because it became an Epic exclusive. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, PlayStation. I mean, if there's, oh, wait, if no, there's enough cool. for it that we're like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. We'll discuss it, but it's definitely not... Yeah. I mean, when you're paying for daycare and stuff like that, that's not a, hmm, let's put some money aside from that. It's like, no, no, no. Gotta pay for all yeah. these important things. Silent Hill 2 Remake is for PS5 and Microsoft Windows. I think that hurts so. some of these feelings. Uh... Well, they were probably not able to get the exclusivity, so. And they know that the bigger Silent Hill market, the specific market is on PC. Rise of the Ronin, I guess you'll get to hear release or uh, updates about it pretty soon since it's coming out in March. March 22nd. Yeah, yeah. So you'll get to find out whether or not it's really good. March, well, really, it's releasing really? the same oh. day as Dragon's Dogma 2. Oh, that's a big risk. And Dragon's Dogma 2, I'm interested in, but I don't care for how the director of the game has, has talked about some of the, the feature, features. <laughs> um, like, oh, you don't need fast travel because that's boring. And it's like, I'm sorry, you know what's boring is taking me and my two or three, three pawns across the map that I've already been across five freaking times because I keep picking up quests that need me to go to the same area and you won't let me pick up the quests at the same time. Efficiency is not in your vocabulary, apparently. No, like, which I respect him having such strong opinions on things like that. That's fine, Especially... but don't say that it makes it boring when it's boring because I've already killed that stupid wyvern five times. It's here every time I come past. Well, all I'm going to say is that fast travel killed Conan for us. Like when you lost the exploratory style of the game, it basically killed it for all of us. When you could just fast travel everywhere. I don't think it. Well, OK, because... one. Hold we on, didn't, we, our fast travel was not go and unlock the fast travel point and then you can go back and forth, which is what we're doing in Power World. And that's fine. That's what something like Dragon's Dogma could benefit from. We, we could have done... console commanded it so that we could just plop ourselves wherever we literally wanted to and leave whenever we wanted to with but nothing we could have to stop done, us. We could have done the same route that we did in Valheim with the teleporters take the teleporters everywhere because yeah you can build teleporters all over the map and use them instead but none of us wanted to do magic and i got pretty far down the uh, the magic route but nobody else did i couldn't figure out how to make it work like it's like do you want to build a bridge or do you want to do an ice thing okay well neither of these <laughs> are useful right now so i don't want to do either thank you it's because you had to go to the little 
thermaturgy bench and research a page. And when you research, when you increased your tome, you got a new couple of spells and you had to keep researching your book, which needed new ingredients. And eventually when you hit the cap level, you could go to one of the sorcerer's den and learn how to make teleporting station. And then you could put those teleporting stations anywhere. I did not know that. I, I'm sorry. I think I, my, my main problem with Conan is that it didn't have any verticality that you were able to uh, get early on. With Power World, I have flying mounts. They're kind of crappy early. I just use them for like elevation. If I'm at a cliffside, I just fly it up and then go over. Um, and there's also fast travels, too, that you're in specific zones for it. Again, um, I think, but that kind of fast travel, bringing it back to what we were actually talking about for Dragon's Dogma would be great because if the world is as repetitive as it was before then i having recently played dragon's dogma um i liked the storyline the combat felt really good i liked the pawn system like everything about it was fine except for oh my god having to run back and forth the same strip of land over and over again because you don't, like, you can have the port crystals and it'll take you back to where you've left one and things like that. And that's fine, but they were kind of in limited supply, especially early on. Um, once you made more money than God, you could buy them. But uh, I just didn't like the idea of having to go back and forth and it's the same thing every time. It's like, okay, well, here's the fork in the road where the ogre's at. All right, we killed it. My pawns all said the same five things that they always say. Cool, let's go. All right, here's where the wolves are going to jump out. Let's kill them. All right, now that we've gotten past that, here's where the Sarians are. Okay, kill them. Yeah, that's right. Break the tail off. Let's go. Like, it was literally the same thing over and over and over again because you were traversing the same land and there wasn't enough variety. Now, if, if in the new one that is updated and, and things happen differently, like one of the things that Chicken really likes is the, the environment changes and there's that, like, you know, I walked past here before and there was an ogre, but now there's no ogres, but I hear something in the background. What is that thing? You know, where it's more dynamic. That, Maybe that that's makes exactly a what I was going to say is that you have to do dynamic style content and you have to do modifiers for your dynamic content. There's no ogre here. Okay, cool. There are wolves. There are armored wolves this time. Okay, well, I've got to figure out how to deal with these this time. Or, oh, there's no wolves this time? There's an armored ogre, and he's attacking a caravan. Okay, well, do I want to help them or not? Like, you've got to make sure that if you don't want to do fast travel, bro, Mr. Mister President of Company, if you don't want to do fast travel, you have to make the travel enticing. You have to make it dynamic and interesting. You've got to make it so that it's not boring walking back and forth. Yes. Because that you, was such a slog. You you have to make sure that they are engaged it, it, while traveling if you want them to be. Yeah. And you have to offer an ability to where... Uh, I, I liked Skyrim style where... Um, like you could get in the cart and then just travel to somewhere else. Like it's the different type of fast travel where, you know, people who don't want to actually travel, let them get in a cart. Let oh, it's them like Red Dead stagecoaches and train rides. Yeah. Let them, let them auto travel that style and then roll in dynamic events like that to where it's like, okay, you can put your controller down and go on about your business while your person travels. Mind it's not base. fast travel, but it's soft travel. And then, you know, you can engage them in that way. Oh, your, your, your little thing gets attacked by people. Okay. Or there's an ogre on the road or there's a tree limb broken down. Like 
different things to mix up the environment to make it more engaging if you want to do that yeah i think there has so. to be something like that some you know variety to it instead of it being it's the same thing every time mm-hmm. that that is though that's my two cents yep uh i think some of the others um until dawn's getting a remaster for ps5 um which some people are like but why and it's like what do you mean but why this is the one that like remaster this is the company that remasters everything like from old gen to the next gen no matter what it just mm. surprised it took this long it could have been like the last of us where they're like hey the last of us just came out on ps3 here it is on ps4 oh there's also a remaster for ps4 because we triple dipped yay buy it all you know yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know why you're surprised but that's coming um there are a couple other things that I'm not as interested in, so I didn't pay close enough attention to it, and I don't want to, like, try to talk about it as though I'm educated on it, because I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you guys. There's some VR games and stuff, and just... But most of it was very meh to me. Yeah. Uh, it seems seems like they're starting off kind of laid back, so... Which is, you know, that's good. That's a good place to start. You're not disappointing anybody yet, or anything like that. Start off slow. Yeah. And then amp up your year as you go on, right? I still can't get over the the Death Stranding to that name uh, on the beach. On the beach, mm. that makes sense though. Like knowing Death Stranding lore and things like that, it makes it makes sense. I'm interested to see. I mean, especially considering some of the characters that we saw. I'm like, eh, but mm, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I I think it's a laid back approach to the start of the year because we're in January or February, and you don't want to. I can't think of a th a way to say that without it sounding sexual, so I'm just not gonna. You just don't want to start off too strong, um, and and have nowhere to go. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what what else do we need to talk about? Because I realize now that we're an hour in and we still haven't got to talk about Power World and Warcraft. Warcraft. I know, right? So. Well, I mean, we're we're two two weeks at shows, so it doesn't matter if they're a little longer. Yeah. Um, the last one is that we talked about. We brought up Resident Evil a couple of times. Um, there are apparently five. Due to leaks, so, so it's rumors. So there, there are rumored to be five Resident Evil games in production, including Resident Evil Nine. So, mm -hmm. and I did want to say because you're uh, one of your trepidatious things with the Silent Hill uh, thing that they showed off, the little play. It was first person. Mm -hmm. The the Resident Evil community hears you and says, "Wait." Okay, I, no, Resident no, no, no. I don't disagree. Resident Evil 7 did something different, and was it was wild. phenomenal. Like, they yes. really won on that one, um, and I I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't have a problem with the fact that it's first person versus third person. My main problem was it's first person with a cell phone in your hand, almost the entire, you know, bit of footage that we were shown, and the person narrating the whole time. Just because you're first person doesn't mean say that the person needs to train of thought me the whole time. <laughs> I'd say you'd have to play it to kind of kind of get an actual feel. Do they talk the whole entire time, or is it one just of the kind of the clips? complaints that I've heard about it is that there's too much commentary from the main character. Okay. So uh, again, would like to talk to somebody that's actually played it, not somebody on the internet. But yeah, so five Resident Evil games. I assume Resident Evil Five is one of them. I would say five and um, six are probably in there. If they're doing five, then they've probably got six in the chamber. No, they're definitely not working on six yet. They want to see how five does. Um, I mean, I, I would be working guess, on five or six to change everything about it. <laughs> let's see. I want Resident Evil. Okay, so Resident Evil Nine, Resident Evil Five, 
I am praying for everything in the world that Outbreak is a real thing. Um, maybe Code Veronica, which mm-hmm. is an offshoot one. Um, That's a lot and of then the either, Yeah, I was going to say either the orig- either they're going to completely remake one or zero. Those are my guesses. Those are those are my guesses right there. I, I honestly think a Resident Evil Outbreak game in this day and age would be clutch. Huge, huge four player co-op style game where you have to solve your way out of the the uh, police station while being chased. All four of you being chased by Mr. X or whatever. I think that uh, that has huge potential. Huge potential. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, one of the comments is I think it's Resident Evil 1, 5, Code Veronica, and 9, and then of course they're going to make a multiplayer thing that won't work out, so. Yeah, that's typical for them these days. But what was the ones that they did on, on PlayStation, maybe Xbox, but it, it was the, the, didn't you just say the, the Outbreaks? Yeah, Resident Evil Outbreak. Yeah, okay. That yeah, one uh, was Outbreak Files one, one and two, PS two, and it was before like that game right there is one of those long lost treasures because the infrastructure wasn't there quite yet for those games back in the day because it had to have internet connection for your PS two, not really a common thing back in the day, um, so it really didn't take off all the ground take off off the ground, but I think now. I think now is the time to strike for something like that. <laughs> I mean that that would be pretty, pretty interesting to go through. I, I remember trying to play it without internet access, and I was like, "Wow, I, I have no idea." Like, it, it it was built for that in mind, but if you you didn't have internet, then you couldn't play it. Yep. Yeah. Limit limited the amount of people that could play it. So again, I, I think I think that's that that has huge potential in this day and age. Mm, well, what else do we need to talk about? Or is that that, that's it news? for the news from, from my perspective. Oh, okay. I was checking to make sure that we didn't miss anything else. Um, but I think that I think that's all of it. Uh, well, then, you want to talk about Warcraft at Power World? Well, we'll start with Warcraft. We've uh, talked about it for years and years now. We have played WoW since uh, August of 2019, before we even had for Nuggie. Classic. Yeah, we played for classic. classic. That's that's not the classic. start of our well, WoW careers. That was just no. The that's most when we restart. started uh, classic yeah. again, or started WoW again. Mm-hmm. Um, and my goal, my personal goal, when we very first started, was to kill Lich King. Yep. Like I, I wanted to kill him. And I was pretty confident that they were going to announce BC and Wrath, and we got it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did not expect is that my trajectory would go from being a random player in the group to raid leading for years after that, and somehow yeah. we found ourselves in that position. Um, we were Unicorn Raid. I uh, actually... Mimi, fun. I don't know that we ever talked to the raid about, and I know there's a couple of them that, that watch this now, uh, or listen, um, but I don't know if we ever actually explained how we became unicorn, like why we were that one. And yeah, we did a couple of times early on. We we talked about how just, we did it. It became its own thing. 
Like I know, its own entity. When we were putting it together from the other, you know, we were in Imperium, some of us were, and then Tab was another guild that wanted to, we wanted to merge and, you know, that ended up being a whole thing. So we did and it became Cerberus and we were Unicorn because it was a placeholder name. But then it's like, if I'm going to be in, you know, in any sort of group with people like this, I want it to have a name that's kind of memey and dumb because if you are too cool for the the name of this raid team then you are not cut out for this raid team if you can't hang with the idiots then get over yourself and find some edgelord group somewhere have a nice life um and people really latched onto it a lot more than i had expected yes it took on its own identity like now at this point since we're we're done uh anytime any of us see anything unicorn related we're automatically going to think about our our raid group our our yes. friends our our family yeah, that our we made family because i really feel like oh especially since so many of us came in together at the same time and have been there you know for years together it really does feel like a little family and i've i've never in my gaming experience outside of you guys like my little friend group um I've never had an experience like this where I have met people and then hung out years with them and got to know them like, you know, through our on and off weekly interactions and things like that. Like it's, this is a weird thing that that a lot of people who played classic, original classic had already kind of experienced a guild and, and seeing those people regularly and things like that, but it has been very new for me personally. And really amazing i mean we've met some really cool people also some duds but we don't care about them um but overall like our team was amazing and i gotta say we unicorn was always the meme raid it was one of those where it's like people kind of laughed at it Uh, even you know within the guild itself sometimes there were some side eyes like oh it's you guys um we held strong (laughs) the whole time we started unicorn we ended unicorn um our final lich king kill there were like two people three people alive and and all of us just screaming into the headset just keep going and that's what our final lich king kill was was he's on farm that's the third kill three people were alive by the end because I think it was happened. two people. I think it was two people. Somebody got one shot there at the end, and then uh... I, I think Amal was still up, and was was Red still up? Yeah, I think Ever? Red was still yeah. up, and and Trist uh, uh, reincarnated. <laughs> that doesn't count, like, Trist. It was like I'm gonna be blasted and then exploded. <laughs> it's like okay, uh... but yeah, like that that chaos was the unicorn way, and I will never ever ever forget it, and it was amazing. Everybody in Unicorn really made that that whole wow experience for me. So I'm I'm gonna miss it. I'm really sad. Like Chicken and I have been talking about it because Chicken and I were the the raid leads. So it's like you're right. That's not a trajectory I thought we were gonna take. Definitely not for me. I rolled that priest in classic and I was like I don't even know how to play priest. I'm just just gonna cause you need a healer and this is the best healing class. So I guess that's what I'll do. Well, me and Griff decided to go tank and healer because we're always together and we're always around. You mm-hmm. don't we could pick up DPS, which has always been our motto. We could pick up DPS, but as long as me and her are together, we've got the main two yeah. pieces, the foundation go, and then we can just make well, it. Well, even else when work. we're playing retail, like I I was a tank for our PvE stuff. I was a paladin tank. And for our PvP stuff, which is mostly what we did, I was a druid healer. I'd never done priest. Like, I had a shadow priest that I leveled at some point. 
um, a little bit just to kind of play around with, but not not healing. And that was for that to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to be an idealistic little healer person for, for my husband because it's going to be fun for us to play together. And then it's like, okay, well, we've joined a guild. Now I'm a healing person for a lot of people. I don't actually know what to do with these buttons. And then somebody goes, hey, I'm going to be out next week. Can you be the heal lead? Uh, excuse me? Um, yeah, I guess so. Okay, fine. And now you're in charge of everything. It's like, oh, no. I don't even... Good God. The imposter syndrome. So much. Do you, do you remember which raid it was that you started taking over in it? Uh, it was, um, Blackwing Lair. AQ40. Mm-mm. You may have been you may have been conditioned a little bit early, but when, when Bastodon uh, left for good, it was at the beginning of AQ40, and Fish was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Griff will take care." Because I remember, but your Bastodon rebuttal. was already putting me in charge of. He's like, "You handle the priest," and I was like, "Shouldn't Melly be doing that?" Th- that's and why I said you were being conditioned. You were being worked to take over I his didn't position. Know. And I was not I re- ready. I know. That's why I remember your voice when Fish was like, hey, you can go ahead and do the healing assignments now. And you're like, uh, okay. I don't know what the fuck to do. I, don't, this I dude wasn't just even was like, using Discord over. that much at that point. Like, I was, I was using Discord, but I was putting everything in Ray Check because I didn't... I was not confident uh, in anything that I was doing. And so it was one of those things where it's like, you there, be in charge of this. I was like... I'm gonna type, and then maybe they won't notice if I make a mistake because they would have had to have read it, read it instead of heard it out loud. <laughs> and then, as but it yeah. turns out, like over the years, unicorn. By the time we became unicorn later on, I was like, we don't really need healing assignments, um, yeah. because we're just all gonna we're we're all fighting for keeping the team alive. So I just mm-hmm. do what we do. And we got called out on that close to the end, and I almost wanted to fight somebody, but whatever. You know, as much as, like, it really is like a family, because there were times where we'd be like, you said some dumb shit. No, you said some dumb shit. And everybody got loud, and it's like, oh, God, we're all we're all mad right now. We'd walk away, come back next week, and everybody's like, hey, guys, how's everything? Hugs and kisses. Let's do this. It's so weird. So great, yeah. though. So great. Yeah. But... It's, it's weird, because for the last several years... Every Thursday night, I put up the signups. And then every Monday, I ping the people who didn't sign up. And then every Tuesday, I post the roster. Mm-hmm. That's that's not happening anymore. Yeah. Like, it, it almost feels like a little bit of this hollowness. And every so often, like I told them last night, I get the, it, it just clicks in my head. Because, again, I've been conditioned for years at this point to go... Always thinking about next week's raid. Always thinking about next week's mm-hmm. raid. What do we have to accomplish at next week's raid? Who's going to call there out? What no. do I need to bring? What gems do I need to get out of the bank? Um, do I have enough fish feasts in my bag? Like, there, there is none. Yeah. Like, there is no next week. And there, it is there sad. Is no... Like, part of me is like, oh, finally, I don't have to, like, commit every week. But then the other part of me is like... But I'm going to miss my, you know, 20, 23 friends, you know, hanging out and doing stuff together every week because that's that's what we do. And so I think this week I may see if they want to play, like, um, Just Act Natural or something um, just to see who wants to still be around. I know a lot of people are burnt out and they're just like, I'm just going to hang out with my family and because I mean, we're all grown ups now. So, yeah, well, uh, Amal's birthday is on the 8th, so. 
That's true. On our Thursday. Yeah, mine was last week. Hers is this week. So get all uh, of those. Snitties is Wednesday. Then Reds is next Friday, and then there's two more after that. Like you got, you got a birthday yeah. like multiple times. There are so many Mother's Day <laughs> babies. It is unbelievable, you guys. Yeah. Ooh. Gross. Oh. <laughs> but... <sighs> it is I, I sad, really... and it is in the end of the era. But I will say this because my free, my my day and my nights are free. I can actually start streaming during the evenings every so often now because I'm not so wrapped up. Ugh, no, my computer has a little bit of trouble running Power World and streaming. Mm. Oh, we can stream Ghost Game. We can. Yay! We can stream all sorts of stuff now. I can stream all sorts of stuff now. Like I. I stopped streaming when I was trying to stream WoW at the same time because I couldn't get the Discord and the game to change. I'm really glad so that just you said, couldn't, to be honest. Like, I'm glad there's not uh, logs, uh, audiovisual proof of me yelling at people and stuff. Um, so, Well, again, like I said, I would have made it so that out. you couldn't hear Discord during streams. You'd only be Still. able to hear me. Uh, but, yeah, like, it's, it's the end of an era. It is. It actually hurts. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we've done this for so long, so it's. I cried on Wednesday when we were done, it's, or well, I off and on through the night, really. But yes, when it, we were actually done, I was actually really sad. I cried because it is family. So it is family. It was sad. Yes. But you know, it's life. Things come to an end, and I am very proud and happy to have chosen our end. Yeah. Instead of it just riding till the wheels fell off, I'm glad that we got to choose yes. where it ended. And man, them wheels wanted to fall off a few times over the years. We held that raid together with like duct tape at certain points, um, duct tape and my, hopes, <laughs> and floated my, along. My panic, my panic last year, like hey, between April and June, was rough. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh God! We made it, it was, though. It was rough. Yeah, we made it. barely, but we made it. Yep. We made it all the way through. We got, we got, it. we didn't do the hard modes. We just did the regular versions, which I'm happy with. That's what I wanted. Yeah, That's if, what a if lot you of knew Unicorn, wanted. you would understand why some of those were just never going to happen on hard mode. It would that would have been the end of us if we had said we're going to do hard modes. Get get over it. Bring your stuff. Half the raid team was just not going to make it. So I'm glad that we chose. Yeah you know we chose not to fight we chose the peaceful way um but it was good it was really good uh, it was good i and love that's... all my unicorns every single one and, of them and that's the end of that yeah but now we started our cope game um which is pal world and my rebound game yeah I, i'm calling it my cope coping pokemon game pokemon with guns yes it, well i mean to be fair pokemon with guns i don't really have any that have guns yet I got a rocket launcher for Pingullet, but I haven't used one. So you my need to have monkey has a gun. Yeah, you need to have a whole box in your pal box full of pingolets <laughs> so that they're ammo. When you shoot one and knocks it out, so you've got to go take it to the pal box and let it rest. You know, I wasn't sure how that worked yet. I I was like, are do they have rocket launchers or do I have a rocket launcher that shoots them? You have a rocket launcher okay. that shoots well, them. I, I do recommend getting one of the little toucan things because you could shoot eggs out of its butt. And uh, I do it's have like that. a grenade. It's a grenade launcher. 
I have not tried it. I also haven't went my Kilimari, which is a little like squid looking thing that you can use as a, a glider. Um, its ability says fried calamari, and I don't I don't know what that does, but it sounds like it's going to not be available in combat after I use that. So I haven't used it yet. Do you know what it does? If you hover if you hover over it, it'll tell you what it I does. I always forget. I only ever see it when I have when I have it out because I know I'm gonna be, you know, in a place with a lot of elevation and I wanna have my good glider. Um, and so I'll toss it out, and I'm like, oh, I should really see what that thing does. And then I forget about it again, because, I, you know, I've got another pet, like, uh... Cognito, that I'm using instead. So, I do know what their abilities do. But I'm... Yeah, fried squid? Yeah, it's just, uh, can someone be instead of used of a glider? That's, that's all it does. What does it do? It just lets you use it as a glider. But it's already a glider. Yeah. Well, are you talking? Okay. Are you cooking it, or no, is it the, the ability? The ability. It's, it's yes. It's called partner. It's called fried squid. While in the team, can be summoned and used instead of a glider. That's that's oh, all. Oh, okay, it is. okay. Well then, I've I just see it on uh, the prompt on the screen sometimes, and I'm like, I wonder what that does. I'm not gonna push it. So. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's that's all that one does. I'm sure you get food, or you when you kill them, you get calamari fruit food or calamari food, and you can eat it. No, I don't want to. I need them. I I need the the glider, which looks objectively terrifying if you look up while you're using it, because underneath is just like its mouth, its gaping maw, and it's got so many yeah. teeth, and it's like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna not look at that part. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, it's called a calamari. So it is. Oh, I, I'll be honest. I knew I was going to enjoy the game, but oh my god, the amount has taken over for me. And I am so happy that we have learned to run servers off of the laptop over here mm -hmm. because it is so convenient to be able to throw up the server and then play. And my computer is still usable because while we were doing Conan and I was hosting the server, my computer would struggle like a mofo. To yeah. I would barely be able to do anything. But now, like even after we moved Conan over there. Much better. And, and for the record, we finished Conan to the extent that we could. We killed all the bosses, and we got all of the crystals, and we have the the fragment that allows us to delete our character. So we finished. I'm just not going to delete my character, though. So. We actually finished Conan through the entire thing. Yes. So killed all the bosses, got all the stuff, and we have completed it in its sense. Yeah. So, and we got the bartender, too. Yes, the um, tavern keep. I will say that when we started playing this, I was kind of expecting a little bit like PAL world mechanics in this. And I've gotten a lot of comparisons where people wanted the thralls to be able to do what the PALs do in it and actually move around and yeah. harvest stuff and do your plants and things like that. Like, that's kind of what I was hoping for. Instead of them being so stationary in Conan. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think some of the uh, golems can do harvesting for you. If you send them out, they can go out and like, harvest and stuff things like that kind of like uh, Ark did where you can send the pals out or the animals out and they'll go yeah there, there was a harvesting arm I, I gave it to the the very first one that, that we were testing with and that that was the one the first one that died of course it is because it was just harvesting instead of murdering <laughs> it, it murdered a lot though <laughs> yeah uh but yeah I, I I am super super into pal world I have enjoyed exploring the map and redesigning my base and creating all of these different structures mm -hmm. and kind of Figuring managing the pals. Out. 
Yeah, like yeah. I love managing the pals and trying to make sure there's a balance of work in your base because you got, I think it's 16 different job styles and trying to have a balance so that you can have them. And I can see why it's important to have three separate bases because you're not going to be able to do all the jobs in one base. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. Just trying to get them to do... Like, I need this and this and this. Okay, but that means that I can't have this. So, mm -hmm. or it means that yeah. instead of having two people water all of my fields, I now can only have one, and that guy's going to take 16 forevers to do so. Yeah, so I've got I got two waters. Um, the, like, I, I try to make sure that they're balanced. Like, my water, my Relaxosaurus, which I absolutely love. He is awesome. Um, he's, like, I think it's a level two water and a level three transport. So mm -hmm. he'll go around in, like, any of the water chops he'll start doing. Oops. Uh, he'll start doing. And then it, if he's done or doesn't have any of those, he'll start picking up stuff to move. Like, he'll pick up the plants or pick it mm -hmm. and just kind of put it in boxes and things like that, which is which is nice to have. Um I like getting all the shinies other of them too, so that you've got like I've got a shiny chicken and a shiny lamb ball, so I have two shiny little dum dums. Chickpea, chickpea, wandering around in the same like uh, ranch corral, so they keep bumping into each other. And for, I I don't know why I'm just an idiot, and it's funny to me to see that to come back to base and be like, "There's my comic relief." Okay, cool. And my big whatever the fish thing is that flops around and goes to the, water stuff. The do-mud. He, he's also do a little idiot, and, and watching him be an idiot is fun, too. Uh, at first, I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's a water, like a, a fish on land, but it's actually a rock Pokemon. Or it is. Pokemon. Uh, that's weird. It's a rock pal. So I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I'm also, There's still I, tons of stuff we haven't seen. Or... I just got the um, the breeding pen thing, and, and I realized, at first I was like, oh, I need to get, you know, uh, male and female, you know, I put, I think the first one I put in was a Celeraze. And then I was like, does it have to be the same Pokemon? Or, sorry, pal? It does not. And that gets real weird sometimes. I think you do the same pal when you're trying to breed specific traits. Yeah, them. that makes sense. But now I'm just like, I just want to mix and match and see what comes out. So, I put a grass one and a water one in there, and they made an electric egg, and I do not know how that happens. Um... But I'm just Frankensteining them at this point, which, I mean, I get it. People are like, see, this is why the game is bad, because look what you're doing. You're forcing them. In. It's pixels, people. It's pixels, and they make eggs. They're not actually doing anything. Calm down. I mean, you really want to throw complaints? Look, I mean, humans are just as bad. Like, we do that with live animals. The horrible people do. Like, these are just pixels. And it's kind of, to me, it's just like the nature of nature humans figure out how to work animals I'm, I'm, and, but i'm not when looking at it in unethical. a realistic way it's like all right look i threw a giant panda bear and a dumb fish in there together to see what color egg came out that's it like uh, I'm, I'm not i'm not being weird about it don't be weird about it, it it took me a while to design my my egg hatchery place like it's i and it works well now like i got it working just right uh but it took me a little while to get that. I'm going to show it off later. Okay. You do that. Well, yes. to us. It's, it's, it's cool. If you, want, if you want to see chickens, you know, base building acumen, you got you to gotta hit them up on Discord and ask. 
Elsie that, gotta that, already be in our little group. Like I love that kind of stuff where I have to design things so that it work that I can make it work as well as possible. And uh that that one was complicated to fix just right to make to make it work like I wanted to. I've got a cold spot and a hot spot and a normal spot. So any of the warm eggs, I've got a place for them so that they're always cooking at the right temperature and then a cold one where they're always cooking at the right temperature. So I, oh. I put it in, then I make sure that they're comfortable. And then if they're good, then I'll leave them going. And if not, I'll move them to normal spot or I'll move them to the hot. So kind of play with them because, I mean, burning some seconds off doesn't really matter. So, uh, But yeah, I like that managing the pals making sure everything i did a little bit like that in arc too where it was go to a, a workshop board or something and then click craft but in conan you just click craft and then walk away and it just does it until it's done um but in this one you have to like wait for a pal to come do it like i'll just queue up a bunch of pal spheres and then leave and then come back later and, and pick them up yeah like i like that I like being able to go click and then actually having my pals do it for me. And people have said they don't have personality or things like that. They but do. man, I'm telling you, they do. My dark pals are bosses. They first of all, they work through the night. Yeah, they do. They, they they kind of are low key and they work through the nights, which are fine. Um, but whenever they get overworked, they will go and chill in the spas together. Yeah. They're like, okay, it's late night. We've been working all day. We're going to chill in the spa. So you just see them kind of laid up in the spas, and it's so cute. Watching so the guys... big van worm bird go get in the spa and just, like, chill. It's like, yeah, he deserves mm -hmm. that break because he works all the time. Exactly. Uh, and if you have them, if you have them working a specific job, by themselves and that's all they do their sanity does start dropping mm -hmm. to where it can't be replenished very well which is why it's good to have other ones that can take that job over for them while they relax because if not they'll go and get their sanity fixed just a little bit and then go back to work i finally got to make the fluffy pet beds which is supposed to also help their sanity while they're sleeping but with the the dark pals, they don't sleep at night so that's not that's not gonna help them i guess um, yeah, you want the better hot springs I, is there a better hot spring? Yeah. Oh, maybe I haven't seen it yet. Cool. I didn't know. I must have scrolled past it when I was looking at all of the stuff yeah, you unlock. There, there's better hot springs. What the the stone stuff? So. Yeah, that's all I've got right now. Uh, having the stone, uh, I had to rebuild my base in the stone because wood burns down. Um, but but yeah, like taking care of your pals and actually trying to manage them is is nice. I like it because it's it's this weird micromanagement that I wasn't really expecting, but I, I really enjoy it because if like, I like having the pals active around the base and whenever I build something or I'm trying to craft, they all come like full running because handiwork or yeah, handiwork is usually one of the ones that I need them to have. So I've got like six, and then they all They've are got, like, you want to build yeah, they, this they, thing? They, Let us help they you. They just come sprinting from whatever <laughs> they're doing to help me build a chair. And it's like, come on guys. I got this. When I was redoing my base, they were being so helpful that I was like, let me put them all away because you're being too helpful and you're standing in the way of the thing I'm trying to put next to this. I need yeah. you all to chill out. So you have a, a commander's like platform where you can step on it and tell them how hard you want the, them to work. It's like humane, hard, and then uh, like it's really bad. Like you force them to work. I don't want to do that. 
I think they're hard. Here, which is fine. It drops their sanity and their food really fast, but it makes them move a lot faster and produce a lot faster. They're cracking the whip, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but like one of the suggestions that people want is that that can have that but it also needs to pull up the screen with your pals at your base and then all the jobs that they can do and then it needs to allow you to tell them what jobs you want them to do mm -hmm. because one of mine is like an ice one and it can move stuff and it's like I, I just want you to be the ice one I don't want you to transport stuff so I wish there was a way for me to turn off their transporting ability so that they would just focus on chilling yeah so like Quite being literally. able to do that for each one of them would be convenient because it's almost a little bit like RimWorld for people who have played that mm -hmm. to where you can pick and choose what kind of jobs you want your people to focus on. Like I want chilling to be your first priority. I want transporting to be your second priority or I want transporting to not even be on your list. Like, yeah. So uh, this is still early access. We're what, two, three weeks into this game. Yeah, and it's it's, just blowing we got up. plenty of time for them to take in some suggestions. Oh yeah. Huge stuff. The end. Yeah they're doing what arc refused to goddamn do and i'm going to complain about this for the end of time they're focusing on fixing the bugs and stabilizing their yes. game they're not like wildcard i think it's wildcard that did arc um yeah. was like okay here's our early access stuff what are you guys working on you gonna fix this stuff no we're not fixing any of that we're gonna work on this dlc so that you will give us more money and we're gonna forget that that stuff exists Adding a new dino every week. Mm -hmm. Adding a new dino every week. They're they're focusing on game breaking bugs. Yeah, like they, they are stabilizing they put out a first and everything. And I like that. Mm -hmm. I like it when devs are like, "Here's what we know is wrong and plan to fix." Like kudos, good good job. That's how you do it. You fix, you stabilize your game. Then you can start adding some of the little bit of quality of life stuff to kind of make everything a little bit nicer. And then you can really start adding to that depth to yes. your game like yeah, that is like where you can falling through the world and be being stuck in the water yeah mm -hmm. i've only fallen oh. in once or twice I, we... i've fallen in three or three or four you, times that oh that's like your thing you have like this bug <laughs> sense in any game that we play you fall through the world more than anybody else in our group hey i when we DC, I, I always find that bug you do yes you do when I DC'd, i fell through the world and i when i logged back in i was underneath the ground on a rock and I was like, oh, how the hell do I get out of here? So I went to run. Nope. I ran into a, I ran into a wall and I was stuck under the ground. And I was like, uh oh, how, how do I get out? Luckily, that was like, oh, there's another rock over here. It was invisible, by the way. So luckily, it like pushed me up towards the ground and I couldn't walk through it. I was stuck. So I started rolling and I was just like spam rolling and I clipped through and almost launched myself off a cliff. I was like, oh, dear God. At least you would have been but out. I got out of the ground, thankfully, but I almost killed myself in the process. Uh... But, uh, but yeah, so there's still some problems with it, which that one was a, a server DC. Um, I think because so many people are exploring everywhere all at one time, so it's trying to load. And I think I figured out the problem for the pal the area that you found no pals in grip. Mm -hmm. Because of the spawn rate, it doesn't spawn... Like, as you get there, if you are in the area, it'll start spawning them slowly. Um, but if you're just kind of zooming through, it just kind of spawns them gently. Because I've seen people, like, ramp up the spawn rate. And every time they go to a zone, it's just, like, full pals. And it just, like, starts raining them constantly. Oh. So I might up it a little bit just to kind of get them to spawning a little faster. But I don't want to put it too high to burn up the server. So. Yeah. I just, I just kinda... thought it was weird when I was exploring. You know, you'll be on the outer fringes sometimes and you'll be like there's 
Like, at one point, I was exploring, and I walked for ten, like, real minutes through areas with no pals. Not a single one. I've, I've done that, and I walk through, and there's nothing, and I come back, and there's something. It's like, okay. So I the walked, spawn rate's the a little area low. that I was at, I walked through, and when I got to, like, basically, when it transitioned zones, it was still a zone I had not been to, and nobody was in. But when I transitioned zones, it put a bunch of stuff in. But the stuff that it put in was way higher level than I was. So I just immediately ran to the closest fast travel that I could find and left. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's so I didn't just get a like as to turn we're go back. Yeah. So as, as we're kind of working through, it has trouble like spawning at all as we're there. But, mm. you know, as it's explored, it starts populating it uh, as it's kind of been seen. So if it's not explored or it hasn't has, if it hasn't been loaded, mm. it's not going to spawn pals there. It has to be loaded. And then there has to be a timer that starts for it to load pals into that zone. Well, we'll find out. Cause that, that level I was in was definitely like, 30s and and forward so we're not quite to the point where i'm comfortable like going back to it yet and and checking it out but when we get to that point i'll i'll go see if that's the case oh and i can always change like we're we're level we're early 20s and mm -hmm. since i've lowered the xp rate yes baka i have lowered the xp rate on our server so that we don't blow through it it's kind of getting a little slower it's going to get slower and slower as we get higher and higher level but I do well, a lot I mean, of I'm passive still XP. Exploring, so I'm yeah. fine with that. I've done a lot of passive XP where I just sit at my base and I just gain plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one for all the things that my pals are doing around the base. So uh, yeah. I didn't want to be able to just sit there and like boost my level real quick. I want us to take our time through here and kind of play through the game. So next objective is to help Red. He kind of had some trouble with his computer, so he kinda fell a little bit behind. Yeah. But we're going to help him out tonight and kind of help open up the world to him. The difference that it makes when you start exploring is just And you can wild. actually start like getting out Fast there traveling and around. And, oh, so. yeah. It's crazy how much of a difference it is. It'll especially help him because he's right. He's I think he's level 10, so he's right at that point where... Everything that's around him, because he's right down from my base, everything that's around us is level six, mostly. Um, and he's going to want some different stuff that's maybe a little higher level and things like that. So, yes, let's... We'll take him to Chillat. We'll take him to Cat's base. We'll take him to Baca's base. We'll, we'll, we'll take him all over the place. Take and... him up there to that um, Grintel, too, that's right up yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, which Grintel's so cute. Like a Cheshire yes. cat, and at night his eyes glow like little headlights. Yes, he and is he adorable. belly flops off people. He uh. is adorable. A lot of these pals are so adorable too. Some of them with their descriptions is pretty horrifying. Yeah, some of it if you start reading, like I've got one that I really like. It's the Inferno-Ram. He does a lot of cool abilities, and and I like him a lot. But he's a kidnapper, so yeah. don't look at that. I got one of them at my base too. He's super good. Yeah. Lots of gathering tree, uh, building, handiwork, fire. Like there's a lot of the game kindler. that is very dark. Um, so it's it's one of those. The it's it's not. It looks like it's for kids, but it's kind of not if you actually read this stuff. So yeah, I mean, uh, Pokemon has uh, Pokemon that that kidnap children. Oh yeah, and one of the little balloon ones actually. Yeah, like yeah. it floats around, and when a child grabs it, it steals the child. Oh my god, that's awful. Yeah, it's it's horrifying. Yeah, some it, of the Pokemon are horrifying. Some of the, the Pokédex entries for for Pokemon, it, it gets fucking dark as well. Oh and yeah. If Nintendo and Game Freak weren't so possessive of their IP. Can you imagine how like the cool horror movies that could come from things like that? Ooh. Ugh. 
Anyway, could you imagine what kind of Nintendo game or what kind of Pokemon game we could get if they would look at other games like Pal World and design around that? Because Pokemon I'm, Legends I'm Arceus sure, was really, really good. I'm sure they've got people watching this and seeing how it, how its you know reception is going, how it continues to be received, how successful it is, um, and taking some notes because I would agree, you'd be an but idiot I, not to. But that's the problem. Is I think the I think this is the right word. I think the hubris of Nintendo and Game Freak is just at a level to where they just don't think that this is anything worth looking at. Like, their I, way is the right way because see, it's already made so much money. Yeah, I could kind of see and agree with that, but I definitely think if the, the company themselves, like, as a group is not like, we need to look at this, there are people within their ranks that are do- looking at it on their own and planning to, you know, be like, hey, you know, maybe this is a good thing. We should probably consider... You know, an offshoot game that is similar mm-hmm. to this, and yeah, I mean, you know, find out. I yeah. I like it a lot, but now you get into the territory of because Pal World was so successful right out of the gate, like super huge, uh, unexpected indie hit out of the park right out of the gate. Um, if Nintendo did try to do something like that, do they now have the money and power to stand on and be like, ah, uh, now we're gonna sue you because that was how we did that? Like, yeah, they're really, gonna have to be very you know. careful about how to do that because the the Pal World base design is is pretty good, and you can't copy that one for one. You got to try a different route. You could do it with like a town style, where you know, because they've done towns in their games. I mean, even Legends Arceus had that town where you could have your Pokemon out. You can do something similar to that and kind of integrate pal world's design philosophy and Mm -hmm. they've got some room but they got to be careful they have to be careful now they don't have full freedom to design however you want because somebody else what an interesting juxtaposition you know yes yeah so it's neat i'm excited to see yeah it's it's cool i like it well is there anything else i mean Power World came out, so my Cyberpunk got put on hold, which is unfortunate. Uh, I think I'm going to try to play it tomorrow, but uh, knowing that the server is up, it's like, oh, but I could be boosting my egg timers by being there. So we'll see. But yeah, yeah that, that's that's it. That's it for me. Okay. I think we hit everything. An hour and a half show, which is the longest we've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we got carried away a little bit. Um, usually uh, I'm the one that police... Forward. What? What was that uh, I'm ready to go play more Power World. Oh. I gotta get my base in, in order. Okay. <laughs> oh, you want you want me to turn on the server right here, right? Not right that we're Okay, 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 boss. Uh, Do I need to turn it on right after we're done, Baka? Yeah, yes. I mean, yes, okay. because I'm gonna put mine back up because my I have <laughs> an egg that has like an hour left on it, and I wanted it to go ahead and complete before. We all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, okay, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. I definitely have a problem, and I'm not uh, gonna I may have to go make food first, though. Well, I mean, that's fine. Oh, you can so- la- uh, sign in and let your eggs be going, because that's what I'm about that's to do. my eggs are done. I-, I let them finish. So oh, because I- you're I moving your... Yeah. yeah. Well, still put it up, chicken, because I've got chores to I'm do after this, I'm but my eggs are not done. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to do it, and I'm going to sit at the top of my house like I usually do. Uh, all right. Well, um, time for one of my stellar outros, because I'm super good at it. Uh, Oak, Oak lands the plane nice and peacefully, and Griff just crashes <laughs> Look, man, down. okay... Some people have things that are, like, very well put together and streamlined, and then we have the unicorn way, which is my way, so, uh... Boom. 
That's what it is now, you guys. It's the unicorn way. Uh, thanks for everybody who hangs out all of the time. That's my oak impression. Um, and from here on out, it'll be nothing like his. Go to his YouTube channel. He doesn't do YouTube. He does, uh, Twitch and Kick. I think it's Kick. Should have asked. Forgot. Um, twitch.tv forward slash mdb oak tree. I don't know what his schedule is. I think he said last time that he's mostly doing... Uh, Sundays right now, which he will not this week. Um, he should be back next week. He said, I think he'll be back next week. I'm not sure about that. I don't know when his plane lands. Um, he'll be back soon. Just go to his channel. That's it. That's all I Discord. know about it. Or his Discord. Yeah, or his Discord or our Discord. Go to the chicken Discord. We're all in the chicken Discord. Um, and that's where you can hang out with us. And that's fun. Uh, chicken will be streaming some probably this week. Yeah, uh, probably this week. Twitch.tv forward slash Elite Chicken 313. He'll, he always sends out a ping um, from the Chicken Discord, so, you know, you will generally know if he's live or not. But I think mm -hmm. that your work week is kind of light this week, so. Yeah, I think we'll be streaming this week. i got to find something else to, uh, to play. The last game I played was Ghostwire Tokyo. That was an incredible game. Recommend. <laughs> Hey, I accidentally recommended that to you because I recommended a different game that wasn't available that, and then you found that one instead, which is also one that I wanted to play. Um, so maybe I'll find something else for you later. I'll, I'll go look. Uh, and I think that's it. Is that everything? Did I cover all of the important things? That's, that's that, both of your that's, Twitch that's channels. Um, and I don't do YouTube stuff anymore as far as my channel goes. So that's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think we're good. All right, well, cool. Yep. We're going to go do chores and then play Power World. We don't have a problem. You yep. have a problem. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 -bye.